From WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio network of the PRSA, welcome to PRSA Primetime, featuring exclusive news, highlights, and interviews. Reporting on location from the PRSA trade show floor, here is your host. This is Maria Retan with Webmaster Radio, and I am here at the PRSA International Conference. And I'm talking today to Kyung Han, partner of Empower Research and also the co-founder of that company. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Really happy to have you. Now, I know that you were in a packed house yesterday talking to a slew of folks about the sphere of influence of key opinion leaders in healthcare, social media. So what do you think it was that people were wanting to know yesterday? I think one of the things we really tried to emphasize with our talk is more of a tutorial or an application of social media. So we really laid out the steps of how to get started in social media. Everything from the initial steps of how to search on the bigger platforms like a Facebook or a Twitter to getting down to very specific areas and conditions in healthcare. And we were lucky enough to have quite a diversity of people who span all different levels of experience within social media. So I think people in general were looking for that, let me get started, how do I start, and how do I actually get a little bit more advanced? So we tried to give tips all around to everyone who might be interested, either the beginner person or the person who's more of an expert. It's a little something for everybody, it sounds like. Now, clearly social media is one of the top Uh, forms of engagement uh, and you can clearly get very personal with a lot of different people. How do you how do you truly capitalize on it though? So in healthcare it is uh, it takes on a couple of different layers that you may not see in other industries let's say like consumer electronics or tech. I think the mere fact that people are engaged about their own health, their own well-being, about certain things that might be afflicting them people, it's not too hard to get people engaged about that because they're talking about something as serious as their health or what they need to do differently to lead a more healthy lifestyle. So it's actually quite, uh, it's actually quite powerful to see people talking about this. Now, to a certain extent, there needs to be a little bit of editorial license to make sure that people aren't divulging too much. But at the very basic level of people sharing ideas, sharing their opinions about treatment options, getting a little bit more detailed about what they're going through if they're afflicted with a certain condition, actually that comes quite naturally in social media for healthcare. People are always willing to share their own, uh, their own opinions, their own ideas about different things, and then people, because it is such a serious topic as healthcare, also willing to jump in and also comment. Now healthcare is a major growth area. Um, we all know we're an aging population. Do you think that'll change the dynamic of the social media space as well, just the sheer numbers of people? Yes. I think most people do seem to congregate around healthcare because it affects everyone. Everyone has their own experience around it. I do think that we are going to see a lot more growth, hopefully, with some of the segments within uh, in the entire population. So I actually, I was just talking to someone who actually was asking about my session about healthcare and social media for elders. And one thing we've started to see, because elders seemingly are still getting a little bit more familiar 
as a whole to social media is actually using people who are in their closer network as a conduit to them. And that way they get to have some indirect access to social media, but they don't have to know all the technology around it to know, you know, what are the passwords, what are the stipulations around posting to a certain site. So I do see a lot more healthy conversation among the folks in general who are, let's say, in the younger stages, but we do want to see more participation from some of the elder segments. And I think that's going to drive a little bit more growth because when you see that multi-generational conversation, people do feel much more comfortable participating in those types of conversations versus ones that are very focused on a specific type of profile. Now, key opinion leaders can kind of run the gamut, and I would imagine in the healthcare space it certainly does. You've got those individuals who are peer-to-peer, then you've also got um, the medical community, and then you've got bloggers. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, we've already kind of talked about peer-to-peer, but maybe focus on the medical community and bloggers. Yes. So actually, I also got another question as a follow-up about how do I find influencers that not are just spanning, let's say, an individual who happens to be talking about um, a certain situation, but some of the other leaders and people who are leading the conversation. And a lot of those do come from some of the major organizations in healthcare. It's, we are counting on them to build a presence outside of, let's say, their official website to be more open to conversation. And a lot of the foundations, the American Medical Associations, that span all these different conditions are starting to involve people in general. And they're having not only their presence on the three major networks, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, but they also want to have their own owned uh, social media site that basically links off of their official website. So you're starting to see a lot of that. I think in the medical community, the physicians community in general, there are a few well-known clinicians and researchers who also are participating in social media. We don't see as much broader embrace from the medical community and we think that's going to change because physicians especially are so busy as is and having been a direct, uh, both my father and my sister are physicians, I think they're still learning about it. But I think it's great that if you start to see some things around continuing medical education, address social media, and how doctors and physicians can also be more formally kind of introduced to it, I think you'll start to see an avalanche of participation as well. I think there's still a learning process among the physician segment, but I think we hope that's going to grow much more aggressively as more of the, let's say, the continuing medical education and seminars and conferences try to address that segment in particular. Now, healthcare is a hot topic right now, clearly. Um, And there's a lot of, probably a lot of misinformation out there. Who's in charge of making sure that that misinformation is corrected and disseminated more broadly so that it still doesn't live in the social media realm, which can have a lot of legs and live for a long time. Well, I think you bring up a really good point because there is a lot of misinformation. And there were quite a few questions coming yesterday in the talk around, I have a blogger or an individual who happens to be addressing the area that I'm interested in, let's say a specific condition, and they are just there to merely be controversial. And it is affecting others. at this point, there is a more of a self-policing atmosphere around social media. And hopefully those folks who are saying a lot of misinformation, putting forth information that is just completely untrue, people hopefully will not pay attention to them. And back to the topic of my talk, they're not gaining a larger sphere of influence. Their level of influence is quite small. 
We are starting to see, though, that there is going to be some guidelines that some of the larger regulatory bodies are, are going to be doing. And the FTC actually just released some guidelines for bloggers. And in one respect, they want bloggers to be more open about, for example, and this not, is not necessarily um, only for healthcare, it's all for all types of products and services, that a blogger who is mainly, mainly commenting about a certain product or service actually has to now divulge, according to the FTC, if they got something more as a freebie. Right. And there is going to be a lot of discussion because I've heard some other industry groups like the IABC have reacted a little bit negatively, th saying some of these things are a little bit too strong for the social media community. But at this point, to your question, it is more of a self-policing atmosphere. We are going to see as social media gains a lot more acceptance, a lot more as an authority, some of these regulatory bodies start to be more of the editorial license across some of the misinformation. And I always advise some of the organizations who see a blog or an individual saying things that are, let's say it's a healthcare facility, healthcare service provider, saying just completely wrong things about their experience. Try to, if, they, if you see that they do have some influence and they are impacting a lot of people's perceptions, that's a trigger point to do get involved. Try to be responsive. Do it on a much more kind of level uh, level uh, perspective. Don't immediately try to rush into anything about shutting them down. You're trying to look, uh, be perceived as being somewhat level-headed about how you address this blogger and the misinformation. But you also don't want to be trapped into getting into an extended conversation where it, it almost looks too defensive from the organizational standpoint. But what I told folks yesterday in my talk was that if you see someone spreading information that is completely untrue, and they do have impact and influence, that's usually the trigger point that you do need to have some plan of action in place. Words of wisdom to live by for sure. Kyung Han, partner of Empower Research, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Maria. Thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the annual Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, only on webmasterradio.fm.